Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, I'm happy to bring back Rob Hometown Immel. Um, some of you might recognize him or remember him from the fact that he's been playing dodgeball uh, as long as, if not longer than myself, but he was also on the uh, second episode of this podcast and also still the reigning champion in terms of plays. Um, I think when I last looked, man, you were like up in the 700s, so you must have done some really awesome promoting for me, so I appreciate that. But uh, welcome back, man. Thanks. Glad to be back. <laughs> so I know, and it's it's so crazy how much has passed um, time-wise, event-wise, and all this other stuff, and we barely, if not briefly, mentioned um, this big event coming up in August, right? And before I even butcher it, because I'm not too familiar with it, can you just go ahead and let me know what's, what's coming up next weekend? Yeah, next weekend. Wow, it's crazy to... to I feel like it's already here. Uh, next weekend, heading to New York City for the second dodgeball world cup um it's held in new york city friday preliminary games are at a place called basketball city and then saturday the final rounds are at uh madison square garden at hulu theater which is very very exciting oh nice okay so that that already kind of cleared up one question i had because i've been trying to follow this um a a little bit of ways and one of the reasons why i wanted to to bring you on was just so we can talk about it in depth um because again when we touched on this this was back in like November, December time frame, which in dodgeball time is like, that might as well have been five years ago. Sure, sure. So it's, it's WDA, right? It's World Dodgeball Association. Yeah, it's the World Dodgeball Association. They put on a, a World Cup every two years. The first one was uh, back in April 2016 in Manchester, England. Um, that was a great experience. I was happy and proud to be there and even more excited to be uh, invited back and, and made the team this year for the, uh, the second World Cup. Huh. Okay, so this is done every two years then? Yep, every two years. Okay, I was, yeah, I was wondering why I didn't remember anything last year. And I was like, wow, I guess time really flew, flew by. Um, is, that, is there a reason why there's a two-year two year span or, or, or a one-year gap in between events? Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure that there is. The, um, you know, the WDA is founded in England, and uh, it's kind of modeled after it seems very similar to the soccer world cup which is every what four years right um they they, they pick the rounds the same and they have like challenge matches and host country gets an automatic bid and it's very very strict format so i think they're just doing it every two years just kind of set the standard and set the format that way uh so teams and countries have that year in between to qualify for the world cup okay so is that what you're doing last year then were you part of that qualifying or was it u.s dodgeball that was doing it Luckily, uh, America is the host, so we get an automatic bid. That's what you mean, okay. Host country's automatic bid, um, but we still, there was still uh, an America's Cup held in Washington, D.C. this past year. That's how Canada got in. So we were were automatically bid. Canada played against us, we beat them, but since we were already in, they got a bid into the World Cup as well. I see. And how long has so many questions are coming up, which is which is great for me. And that's okay. Hopefully, I can answer a few. <laughs> All of them, I expect one hundred percent answers. Um, <laughs> I don't want to have to ask somebody else after this episode. All right. So, <laughs> All right. do my best. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's let's talk about the the, the WDA first. Um, what? So it's the World Dodgeball Association. What is it, and how long has it been around? And can you speak to that? You know, I don't. You know, I wish I knew more. I knew that you were going to ask me a lot of these questions, and. Uh, I don't know a ton about the WDA. What I do know about them is is uh, my experience with them in Manchester, um, and also throughout the last two years going into this World Cup. 
um, they're super professional. And I know that uh, one of the main guys in charge, Tom Mason, super great guy, loves the sport, does everything he can, travels everywhere to promote the sport in countries that don't even play dodgeball, um, to give them opportunities to play. And uh, I know he's, he has close ties to the IOC, the International Olympic Committee. I know his main goal, as is every dodgeballer out there, is to get it in the Olympics. But um, but his hands are pretty close to that, and his affiliations um, with the World Dodgeball Association and all these other uh, companies and, and and things that are closely knit to Olympics, his whole focus is getting dodgeball in the Olympics. I just love that. So everything that he does and every tournament that they have is super official. It's very very well done. Um, and I respect them for that. And what I've seen so far from World Dodgeball is a global picture of it. And I definitely appreciate that and respect that. Gotcha. What was this individual's name again? Tom? Tom Hickson, yep. Tom Hickson, okay. So he's, he's, so he's like the, the go-to for anything WDA related, right? Yeah, he, him and Mark uh, Croston. Mark Croston's the chair. Tom Hickson is the president. Tom's like the face of World Dodgeball Association. Like he hosts all the... Uh, like the the pool play draw and uh he's in different countries for different uh cups and try to qualify for the um the world cup and all that okay cool yeah so i mean i made that joke about having to reference some stuff earlier but i might as well just just get on it um because i do want to find out like how long they've been around when when they came from what countries are involved um just from your experience last or two years ago at manchester can you give me like a ballpark estimate of how many countries participated that you can recall? Yeah, I think uh, right now 62 countries are involved. Um, he's hoping, I think, uh, to have 70 different nations involved. Holy crap. Um, yeah, but so it's just, it's global. It's a global picture, you know? Is this so uh, it's, oh, go ahead. it's exciting, you know? Um, they want to achieve something straightforward, you know? They want more players, more places to play, and dodgeball to be seen, which... <laughs> Globally, that's that's all we want. That's all every dodgeballer wants is more people to play, more people to play against, more times and opportunities to watch it. Um, so, I, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. So, you, I mean, you, you kind of mentioned earlier where, you know, a lot of people's end game, like their ultimate vision of when dodgeball's made it is I'm playing in the Olympics or dodgeball's been adopted into the Olympics. So that's a huge, um, like a spiritual emotional psychological yeah. win for almost anyone that plays dodgeball competitively um sure and i'm sure you know <laughs> what 13 14 15 years ago when you and i started we wanted that but now i'm thinking about hoping my kids get a chance to play in the olympics you know oh yeah no i was i was sold one the hanes underwear commercial once that happens like all right you know what i'm done i could <laughs> retire now dodgeball's made its mark um no no you're that was always the fantasy it was just uh playing on a on a world stage um with the team usa but having it being taken as seriously as as the other sports yeah, right it's not, i mean not to make a sidebar or whatever but so you hear right if, uh, aside from the uh the movie quotes and everything stupid like people ask how come it's not in the olympics i'd rather see that than half the events in there you know so i don't know they're like i said they're partnering up with the ioc and uh you know the gaisf and they're eyes are on dodgeball through the world dodgeball association gotcha yeah and 70 countries are, are shoot even even 50 and above that's that's pretty that's yeah and this crazy. guy's going to different countries he's he's in he's hosting the africa cup and just getting egypt to host a tournament and stuff like that and it's 
it's pretty incredible to see. I'll say. Um, well, before I dive further into it, because again, there's there's just more questions popping up than what I had initially written down. But I just wanted to ask real quick, and I meant to earlier, what, what have you been up to this whole time since we last spoke in November? November. Well, I don't know. It seems like a while ago. It really right? wasn't, huh? Uh, my focus has been primarily on this World Cup. Um, I've been playing and training specifically with this World Cup in mind, just playing strictly with the cloth ball, which I'm, I'm rubber through and through. You know, rubber ball is a ball to me. But uh, being introduced to this style game and this style ball, um, I knew that I want to represent in New York and at the second World Cup. So I've just been training with that cloth ball, with the WDA style, um, and helping others do the same thing. Just doing my same thing, but just focused on World Cup. I think that, you know, of all the tournaments I've done and, and, and world record attempts and all that stuff, like, I, I, like, I'm actually, like, training. I feel like this is, like, maybe my last hurrah or whatever. I'm not, I'm not it's not like Rocky Four. I'm not, like, in, the, you know, the Russian mountains or anything like that. But, uh, it, <laughs> It's definitely a goal, and it's definitely crazy that's here already. But since November, I just been playing as much dodgeball as I can, and and that style and that ball. Yeah, since our interview, I don't know if it's one of those like psychological things where you just talked about it, so that's all you see. But I, I swear to God, I saw more lyric more lyric Fridays. I saw more references to the record that you set, and then uh, just more dodgeball uh, happening on, on your side of of, of the country and. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. He's he's still getting after it. And I think we made some kind of like unofficial but official pact where none of us can retire until we both do. So um, this may be your quote unquote last hurrah, but it's it's not. <laughs> if I recall, there's <laughs> you know, like. I'll always play dodgeball. I'll yeah. always play it. But as far as, you know, traveling to Germany or England or anything like that, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Right. I hope that, uh, you know, like I said last time, like I'm 36 now. The next World Cup will be 38. I hope that. I'm not good enough to make the team. I hope that uh, some younger talent is uh, is there and they take my spot. And if I can lend some advice or something like that, be part of it, cool. But as far as playing, who knows? Right. Yeah, I also was going to say, uh, I mean, Rocky's got like four other movies after four. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> there's Rocky Six where he's like, you know, 60 and he's still still fighting. So, I mean, there's there's that's the last row, I think. But, uh, All right. You, you just... You keep me going, Steve. Yeah, I mean it's 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 mutual. Trust me. <laughs> I've had my moments of doubt where I'm like, man, this this hurts a lot more than it used to. How much longer can I keep doing this? And then look over and I see you. I'm like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> Goes with the uh, gym and Surge and all the other old guys that I, I run into. But um, so you mentioned Outcast, right? Um, the Germany tournament that we talked about. Uh, did, that hasn't happened yet, or did that take place? No, uh, they actually moved that. It was supposed to be this weekend. But when the World Cup uh, took place um, and they made their schedule, they moved it to the week after. <laughs> gotcha. So you have a guest here. What's up? This Talon, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is Revan, my youngest son. Uh, he just, <laughs> I must have woke him up or something. Oh. You say hi, buddy. Hi. Hey, what's right. up? <laughs> He's like, uh, who's this guy wearing that weird Star Wars shirt talking to my dad? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're keeping that, just so you know. Um, That's perfect. <laughs> But you're saying so that they they rescheduled um, the Germany. Yeah, tournament. so the, the dodgeball or the dodgeball beach cup in Germany is going to be the 11th that weekend there. Okay, are you going? And to it's that? crazy. Like I see, you know, I see all the Instagram posts, and I can't even understand what they're saying because most of it's in German, but I still love it, and it's that was so much fun. Like I'm, I'm like, dang, I I want to go. <laughs> right. I want to go back. So was it one or the other for you then, uh, the World Cup or or this? 
Germany tournament or yeah yeah um you know even though it's in my home state and it's in our country it's still it's still pricey to get out there it still takes a lot of time and uh yeah I'm not doing both but maybe next year fair enough cool well um so let's just back it up a little bit um go back to WDA so you have the World Dodgeball Association and then you have your respective chapters that are the countries right I'm assuming that's how it works yep. out and then yep. so for the US you have US dodgeball right yeah okay cool and wh when did that form and we, we could dig into that a lot deeper in the, in the future episodes but just to get an idea of like how oh, yeah, no, this came I, to be um, it was a I don't know when behind the scenes talk was I was uh, it was brought to my attention not probably less than a year before England you know talks of possibly doing this World Cup thing um, so 2015 maybe yeah maybe 2015 okay. I would say um, and then here we are now and then you know this this year this team is in my opinion and I, I don't mind offending anybody a lot better than the one we had two years ago you know uh, less time to prepare uh, for the World Cup in Manchester now you know, we know what to expect a little bit um, it's still tough because half our team is in another side of the, of the country right you know, not like a small country where we can just drive three hours and everybody meet together for a weekend and play. You know, I, I'm meeting my teammates for the first time at the World Cup. But we still had more time to talk, still more time to, uh, to prepare, and uh, I think we have a pretty solid squad. Yeah, it's it's cool seeing the uh, the profiles popping up on my feed. I'm like, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know her. I know him. I know her, et cetera. And it definitely looks like a, a pretty good lineup. How uh, how how were the teams uh, players selected? Were there tryouts or what was the process for that? Yeah, there were multiple tryouts uh, throughout the country. There were two here on the east. There was there was two out west, and then and I think there was two in the Midwest. And you could also send in um, a video for a tryout because I think that they understand that people just can't get out to you know Maryland or Seattle or whatever. Right. Um, I th I think a lot more people. Uh, sent applications in than expected. I think that, uh, <laughs> I think there's a lot more names that people would be surprised that people actually wanted to try out. Um, but I, I don't know who the selection committee is. I don't even know, I wouldn't want their job. <laughs> I don't know who they are. I don't want to know. <laughs> but uh, I think they selected a pretty good team from the applicants. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that went down. Um, <clears throat> was there any restrictions? Um, and again, this, this could be one of those questions where we'll have to just discuss uh, in the, uh, the other episode if you want. But I was just curious, like, were there any, like, you, you cannot play within a certain organization or you have to be a part of this or you kind of know what I'm getting at with that question? Yeah, no, I, uh, no not to my knowledge. And I think that uh, the majority of the applicant pool played right now. And you can't, you can't say that you're not going to accept an application from somebody if they play a certain organization because that's the only organization there is to play dodgeball. Right. You know what I'm getting at? Like, <laughs> if you play dodgeball in America, you cannot try out for the American team. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So no, there, not to my knowledge, there was any kind of block in any of that. And we have, the majority of our players uh, play in those tournaments throughout the year here in this country. For sure. And I'm 
the, I want to say like that's a teaser or, or build up, but we'll definitely talk about that way more in depth uh, in the post recap episode. But I was just uh, curious to try to get an idea of the tryout process because I know that that was um, an issue of contention a couple years ago. No, and for, I think that no, yeah, I think it was too. Um, ignorantly, but I think that the uh, the World Dodgeball Association wouldn't appreciate that either. You know, if they found out that America was only uh, holding a, a small percentage of the applicants uh, available to be chosen, then what are we doing here? You know, that's actually a good point. And also, um, and also too, I don't I don't want to play in a team with people that are second, third, better than somebody else. I want the best to play with. And if someone's better than me, great, go represent and go kick. Yeah, for sure. It's funny you mention that because, like, all politics, all blah aside that we'll get into again later on, it's uh, you want Team USA to win, so whoever we send better be good and they better dominate just because uh, on a very basic level of dodgeball support, we want Team USA to win, obviously. Like, we don't want to see you guys yeah, lose. And I, listen, I could, I could handpick my dream team right now, but unfortunately some of those people decided not to try out, and that's okay. That's their decision. You know, and ultimately too, it's not just U.S. dodgeball. Like, like WDA has the whole say. You know, and and it's it's crazy the little amount of influence U.S. dodgeball has on this World Cup, even though it's in our backyard. U.S. dodgeball is in charge of nothing. Yeah. So earlier I said that's a good point. I didn't realize that there, there's obviously a higher governing entity that's that's in control of all of this so if any chapter is doing you know not ideal or, or um real or optimistic practices they, they can probably you know squash that pretty fast so right. that definitely right. changes the way i looked at it uh just and now that's the, yeah that's the the dad of the whole thing is is wda and they want it run smoothly and perfectly because they don't want any hiccups because when the uh international olympic committee looks at it and says what are you talking about? This 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 guy played for America. He was born in Canada. Like, what's you know, going on there? Huge, you know, so they they control everything. That's very cool. So back to what you're saying about how this is very professionally run. It's very uh, organized. Like you're, that's kind of what you're getting at. It's, it, this is a serious attempt. Probably the best one we may have to actually seeing dodgeball in the Olympics. So they're going to make sure that this actually goes as smooth as possible and all petty practices regardless of what country it is be like you're gonna get the best and you're gonna have the uh checks and balances that you would expect from any other governing entity out there right awesome well let's talk about the uh the ball style because i i thought i remembered uh rubber was was an option was that was that true last two years ago for 2016 i wish i wish (laughs) (laughs) oh i wish geez I, i think of that team we had uh, in Manchester, and I would love for it to be rubber. <laughs> but uh, no, we, I mean, we went there kind of blind because, I mean, I found two two balls we could practice with. Um, some of the people on my team, their first time feeling that ball, throwing that ball was at the World Cup. And that, and that definitely changed. I like the ball. Like I said, I'm rubber. My heart's rubber. But it's, it's fun to play with. A little smaller. Uh, it's a little different. I, I like it. And that's the same thing too. Like WDA needed to standardize like a ball. They need to say, okay, this is the dodgeball. 
So they kind of took this rubber with foam covering cloth covered ball and made a dodgeball. So there's a standard now. Nice. Yeah, I uh if it's if it's all there is, I'll I'll adopt cloth. <laughs> I'm very like I'll I'll give in to to no sting. I'm I'm still warming up to foam, but like cloth is like no. Like I will just I'll start fighting before I have to use cloth. But you're not that way with with foam. I can't even like <laughs> say that that word in my house. Yeah. It's just, it feels like a swear word. Like ah, I'm gonna go play yeah. foam right now. Uh, but, no, it's different. And even like you know I'm I'm going crazy. I'm talking to the coach for the U.S. team, and I'm I'm begging for balls like we have foam balls or cloth balls and I ordered a bunch and we practiced with the dodge hub balls, but I want the actual ball we're playing with because even the screen print on the ball makes a difference of how you can grip it, how you can throw it. Hmm. And to me, I don't have the biggest hands. And I think from pictures like the New York world world cup ball has more print and more to me, more grip. So I'm dying to get some. I see like Austria has some, Australia has some. We're the host country. We don't have any, but I'm excited to get there and get my hands on some. And uh, so, it's it's the cloth balls. Is it is it six on six or what's the makeup of a team? Yeah, it's it's, it's six on six. It's basically uh, what you know is dodgeball and what everybody plays here. Um, it's seven inch cloth ball. It's uh, five balls, six players, and. Uh, similar court to what everyone's used to. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I really was always a fan of the oddball makeup, um, yeah. especially when oh, I ran. So, so nice. Yeah, it's 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 so much easier. One team will always have the burden. It's never in question, and it's just it's just easier yeah, to track. One, one crazy rule that kind of caught us off uh, offhand is that uh, if you have majority of the balls, you get a play ball call. So let's say there's three of us on a team. And we have three balls. We have majority of balls. We all have them. They call play ball. They have a they have five second in their head count. We have to get rid of all balls but one. If we don't, whoever's holding the ball or ball at their feet, they're out. Wow. So this game is fast. It's quick. It's not like you're taking a ball, you're holding it to your mouth, talking to your teammate about what you're going to do. It has to be immediate. That's and crazy. I, I love that style because to me that's dodgeball. It's back and forth. There's, it's not chess. It's just quick. Yeah, that's interesting because even you know even with uh, with elite, it's you know, the countdown feels like wow, I, we just got we just got the ball. Like I, I just made it across the court to talk to my guy now. Like now I have to throw, so I can't even imagine. You're not, like you're, in in WDA, you're not going across the court to talk to anybody. Wow. You literally are not putting the ball up to your face so they can't see you talk. Like it has to be signals. It has to be quick call. And it's it's quick counter game. So signals. And a lot of people don't want that play ball call. So if they have majority, they'll get they'll get rid of it. Like they'll get rid of it. And it can't just be roll to the other side. If I throw a ball at you and I miss you by a a, a meter, <laughs> you know what's that English? <laughs> I miss you by a meter. I'm out. It has to be a valid attempt. So like we had we had guys not used to the cloth ball, guys that can chuck the ball real well, and it slip out of their hands, go up to the third row. They'd be out because it wasn't a valid attempt. Oh man, that's rough. So it's quick, it's real dodgeball, and it's 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 fun. And I think that's kind of why, you know, I, I've kind of like gone all in with this is because I, I think it's my style. Listen, if they played this style with rubber, oh, oh man, it'd be the best. But I can adapt to that cloth ball because this fast style to me is what I like to play. 
Yeah, you're saying that. Um, what were your words like? This 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 style fits me perfectly. Like you said, almost verbatim. And I was thinking about running gun. That is, I mean, that is like the most fun, instinctual. Like bring back the good old open gym, forty on forty days, where it's just right. you know you you do something cool and epic fail or epic success. It's, it's still fun. Yeah, yeah, and just and just watch your survivability rate drop or or increase with the amount of adrenaline and cool stuff you do. Like right, and I think that's dodgeball. I think that is automatic reactionary. Don't let your brain think. That's the best team will win. Uh, like love, the best dodgeballers will win because that's to me that's what it is. I'm at my best when I when that happens. If I do anything cool, it's because I did not think about it. It's when I think, think about, about it. it right? Yeah, it's when I think about it that I do like the dumbest things, and it's it's just so <laughs> sad to watch and sad to experience because like that would normally not get me out, but I had to think about it. So now. I'm walking into the queue because I had. Can you, please, I, can you please make a T-shirt for your podcast? If I do anything cool, it's because I didn't think about it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually. I'm, I'm I'm looking at some T-shirt designs for the podcast actually. So um, I think I'll just make that for myself and I'll send you one. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. The uh, man, if you can, yeah, if you can just look inside my brain when something cool happens, it's because there's nothing going on. It just it goes down. It's just still. And I, I, I love that. I, that's why I still play dodgeball. It's, it's those few moments when I actually get that type of in the zone, high, or, or however you want to call it. Like I, I can't get that anywhere else. Um, so that's that's what that's what's kept me playing dodgeball for so long. Yeah, and certain you know certain countries have mastered that style, um, and are also able to talk and communicate quickly, and they're trained that way, and that's why they're successful. You know, just like with elite tournaments, you you know what he has to do to win. You know, I played in like an elite, an elite style tournament and some people there were like, you didn't get the cadence. And I'm like, cadence, cadence in this game? Like yeah. what? But uh, yeah, so some of, the, some of the good world teams, they have it down. They practice it and they, they play very well. I wonder if they get on that, that level of, of synergy and teamwork where, okay, we have four balls. I know Rob's going to throw out this guy, so I'm going to help. Or we're going to both rush this person, and I'm going to go high, and he's going to go low. And you just, you just know that from these little subtle cues that you pick up on. Yeah, definitely. And and we're sitting there talking about it, and all I can see is white and red in Team England. And that's what they do. They play well together, and they play together very well. You know, um, My guy's here, Cushing. Cushing knows if he sees me step up a certain way, he knows where I'm going, how I'm throwing, and where I'm throwing, and he's right behind me. It just it just works. And we we look at film, and it's just like holy, shit. how how do all three balls just go there at the exact same how time? We, we even talk. Yep. yep. That's how good countries play. Yeah, I've I've had uh, similar experiences like like that um, with um, I mean back in the day with like with Team Evil when we played leagues because um, they would record our games and. You see instances where, like me and Chris Bell, or, or this guy uh, Ben Snyder, um, who doesn't play any lead, unfortunately, we'd be just on sync, and we would just know exactly who's going to do what. And that is, again, going back to the whole like no mind thing. Like that was that's when you know you've got a solid teammate. Yeah. Do that times six, and man, you, you could be pretty scary. And, and I that's want... how England. That's how England won the first World Cup. They just had it. They were all in shape. They're all like six foot, one hundred eighty pounds, super quick, and you know, we, we had a mix of like an awesome rubber team, but we have big guys. Our style, like give the big guys the guns that like the ball, take care of it. Now, the big guys, now, they're, they're dragging, you know. Um, well, this year, hopefully we're a little more prepared. You know, I think we have a good team 
and uh, hopefully we'll give those teams like England and Malaysia a little run this year, you know? I hope so. Yeah, big guys like uh, Kevin Pack and Brandon Cook, I yeah. think. Those are some of the guys that I remember seeing. Cook, Pack, Granfers. Um, are they coming yeah, back? Uh, Cook and Granfers are on the men's team, and I think Pack is on the mixed team. So, yeah, they're coming back. Nice. Very cool. Um, yeah, and Cook, I you know, Cook emailed me. He's excited. He, um, I think he learned a lot from the last World Cup, and he's been training a little differently. And uh, his mindset is is pretty clear, and he's excited. And I'm excited to see him play. Cool. I wish I could, you know, travel all the way across the country to play with him more often. But it'd be good to see him next week. Yeah, no, that's gonna be good. So let's go back to so 2016. It was that was the first World Cup. Yeah. Okay. And England took it. So how did how did you guys place? If you don't mind my asking. Uh, we finished seventh. Seventh. Okay. A very disappointing seventh. You know, we, we had some tough games. We were, I think we beat everybody except for England in the second half. You put, you played two 15-minute halves, and uh, we'd get down. We'd regroup a little bit, and they, we learned every game. Like, every game we played, we just played better and better, but we just weren't winning as much as we wanted to. Um, that style I like a lot. I like playing one team for half an hour. You play 15 minutes, take a five-minute halftime, switch sides, and keep playing as nice. many three-minute games as you can. Um it was fun. Obviously, we didn't do well. We we had a an odd team, like I said, and I think that people, since it was the World Cup, the first one, people wanted. Like, listen, I flew to England. I want to play. Right. But you know, since I, I was announced the captain in Team USA, they're emailing me and they're saying, like, listen, if you think I'm not playing well, sit me down. I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to support you and the team as much as I can, however I can. I love that. Good. That tells me people are all in, and. uh we're going to have the people who can play the best and, and help us the most on the court. So we're, we're hoping to do a lot better than we did two years ago. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's weird to think that maybe sometimes your best contribution could be taking yourself out of the equation because you're having a bad day or you're just, you're just not functioning. Happens to me. I, I, I joke about it. Like I sometimes feel like I need to get hit once to start playing better to wake up, you know, like reach for a catch like an idiot and then start playing better. Like I almost, just peg me the first game. Let me get out and then let me start my, you know? Yeah, that's that's got to be your strategy is just uh, from the first game, just stand out there, hands down. Just walk, just, walk the line, just sacrifice. Like, just do it. Take the shot. <laughs> like, no, don't hit him. He wants that. That's what's going to wake him up. Don't do it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, so what I was, was kind of getting at earlier with, like, the buildup and the placing of, of last, um, last World Cup and, and Team England, do other countries have, like, an opportunity to, to get to play with each other and, and have a strategy and have practices or does everybody kind of yeah. follow the same format that USA is following? Uh, unfortunately, I think that uh, we're the only nation that has this issue. Uh, um, I don't it? know if it's because people, like I know Team Canada is kind of centrally located. You know, Canada is big, but I think they're from one type of area, so they play together. You know, England's not so huge, but you know, through social media, thankfully, uh, we can see things that are going on. Like Malaysia, they're together all the time, it seems like. Uh, England, they, they're doing tournaments th all throughout the year together. So I think, yeah, literally every, every country except for us plays throughout the year together as a team. Malaysia, Australia, they're already here. They're in New York. They're in New York already. <laughs> Man. I'm not even in New York. I live three and a half hours away. <laughs> 
they're, they're probably practicing right now as we speak. Yeah, they, I guarantee they are. I guarantee they got gym time somewhere. You know, they're also the countries that, you know, they want to trade jerseys with me. Well, listen, I, I paid good money for my jersey. They're opening it up because government bought these jerseys for them. I don't even, oh, yeah, what size do you want? Like all these boxes of brand new jerseys. That's amazing. Yeah, that was, so that was another question too is uh, – are, are we it feels like we're last to this it feels like uh usa dodgeball and just in general is is late to the international scene because you have countries that are government sponsored now you have countries that have been playing for a long time you have countries that understand the rule set the dynamic and all this other stuff um do you feel that way too or is that just me oh 100 and i i think the the main question or the main reason for that is uh just the whole country's perception of our sport. You know, every time I went over to, to England or Germany, like the sport was held on a different level. Yeah, that's what you're they're saying. Talking about the movie. They're not talking about gym class. Like these guys are respected athletes and they have respected teams. So I think that it's we're we're late to the game because of our overall perception. Not you and I, but the lay person, the, the normal person, if you will the perception of dodgeball is not like it is in other countries. You know, you make it, uh, the Egypt team, you walk around your town and you say, oh, you made you made an, a national team. You're gonna go to New York, America, and play dodgeball. Congratulations, they, they hold it to a higher regard. You and I, it's like, oh, cool, have fun. Isn't that what you always do every weekend? You just play dodgeball? Yeah, you know? it's like, oh, knife to the heart, man, geez. Like, so I, so I think like that. that, I think it's just our overall thing. I, Good or bad, I, you know what I mean. It's just I wish it was different, but it's not. We have other sports that people pay attention to. Yeah, I I was gonna ask like, why do you think that is? Because um, you're right. It, it, and I hate to to even admit this, but like next weekend's gonna happen. It's gonna be the most important game of many of Team USA's lives. But you know, to the layperson, it's just another weekend. That's it. Clash in the pain. That's all it is. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I'm a, I have a call uh, from a reporter from the New York Post, and I guarantee she's going to quote the movie. Oh God. No. You know, I, like, it's it's been 14 years. Get over it. But. Yep. Like I said, other countries are already here. They're they're here eight days in advance. It's so. I, but just I, we we couldn't do that. People have lives, and if if I went to my boss. Uh, luckily I have the summers off, but once my boss said, oh, I need a week off, I'm going to go play in an international tournament, they'd be like, you're, okay, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Just right away. Okay, you're fired. Like, no, no, uh... Have fun, good luck, you're fired. Yeah. Uh, but like Malaysia, I, I watched their video, they had a huge send-off at the airport. Oh my gosh. You know, and they're all in their gear, and it's just like, good luck, bring home the gold, and it's like, man, can I get like dual citizenship or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> So can they get like a discount on my Uber or something? Like just, just can you say here, guys? Come on, man. Yeah, I I really wonder what what's gonna what's gonna change that. And I've, I've had my theories, and I think some of the best ones came from when, when I talked to Eric Tillman's um, just about the perception of the sport and, and how we need to tell story for the to the teams and the players, and, and I can get into that at some other time. But just overall, like it it really. It's still one. It's one of those things that still stings. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell somebody like, yeah, I play dodgeball, and they're like, oh, I like the movie. And granted, that does happen less and less, and a lot of it kind of transitions to, oh, that's cool. Like, where do you play? Or, you know, is it like whatever? It, so that that is getting better. But what what 
I guess what like the counterpunch for me now is, you know, I'm working on the gym this week and um, I'm watching cornhole tournament. Yeah. And, and with, a, with a drink in their hand. Yeah, and and it's like there's an audience there and they're talking about like strategy and they have like commentators. I'm just like, you gotta be freaking kidding me! Like, like I was already like I'm still not over the fact that I watched the 2007 yo-yo championships on ESPN2 in 2009 like I'm, I'm not that over good, that that was, a good one. that was a good year that was a great year okay <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. walk the dog at the end killed it oh gosh <laughs> I, I just oh man I, yeah Ooh, it's, it's where we are it's a new thing and it, it's it is crazy to, to you and I and even the person walking down the street that dodgeball's not on TV or in the Olympics but I mean here we are and all we can do is just hope and just keep keep plugging on and I, and I think that's why again I kind of went all in with the WDA and I think their mission is great and I think they're doing great things. Yeah, I, I've, so I've seen uh, some clips of, of, I guess it has to have been 2016 or maybe like a local tournament from I think uh, Team England and it looked like a pretty stellar sports production to me. I mean, I saw like uh, wonderful camera angles, great lighting, great venue commentary replays uh i don't know how they pulled it off but i was like wow yeah, they do you know they do you know we were we just had a film session uh a couple of my empire teammates and i who made the u.s and uh we're just watching the um what are we watching the asia asia cup and uh you know they didn't have nets and i was like holy shit, how are they playing without nets like falling everywhere they probably had 30 people surrounding that court in orange vests just to just to protect the ball being the net wow you know what i mean and like and the stands were full of flags, horns, like signs, everything. It was it was awesome to watch. It's like they get it. Here though, it's a little different. Like Madison Square Garden, you know, we're gonna have some American fans in there, a lot of family, but like the majority of it, I think, are gonna be from other countries. And that to me is a little sad. You know, I I hope there's pictures. They're, they're, they're pumping it up. I'm seeing pictures of you know. A huge dodgeball, a huge cloth dodgeball inside the Madison Square Garden, and the big poster saying, you know, big light up sign in the marquee, Madison Square Garden, dodgeball World Cup, blah, blah, blah. I don't think people are going to go in and buy a ticket to watch that. It's not off the street of New York. And I hate that, but it's just, it's just where we are right now. Yeah, it's realistic thinking. So I think there was some confusion on that. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that you, you brought it up earlier where the f- opening day or, or the round robins. At a different venue, but the 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 bracket play, I guess day two. Let me slow down. Yes. How many days is it total? It's two days. Two days. Okay, so the the elimination day is going to be at Madison Square Garden. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Friday is uh the group play, um, which is going to be tough, and then Saturday is elimination at Madison Square Garden. Um. Now is it double elimination or single? Well, you do the the group play, and then you'll play for elimination. So you can you play everybody in your group. It's us. It's U.S., Canada, Australia, Northern Ireland, and England uh, in the group. So you play everybody in your group, and then uh, it's play to lose, play to win, in the garden. Wow. I hate that it's in the garden. Uh, I'm sorry, I probably shouldn't say that, but I hate that it's in the garden. I love that dodgeball we played in that great great place but um i think it's just it's it's just too much when it was announced it was going to be in new york um i I think i was like the only person in the whole audience that was a little disappointed even though i'm from new york Uh, the other options were australia 
and Austria. I would love to go to either one of those places. I've been in New York from here, but um, I thought it'd be in like Rutgers University, like, like a local college. Just go there, take it over, keep it simple, keep production good. Like I didn't want the whole hubbub, if you will, of Madden Square Garden. To say that it's there is great. That's awesome. But I think it's causing so much stress and organizational craziness that it's, I think it's being a distraction more than uh, a promotion. I kind of see that with the uh, naysayers, if you will, saying, oh, they say it's at Madison Square Garden, but actually it's, you know, it's over here. What's the deal? Because I remember there's a long thread about that. And as I was saying earlier, you know, if I see a thread on Dodgeball Family that's like 20 comments or more, I try to stay as far away from it as possible without getting sucked in. See, that's everyone. I know, right? Well, we say we do, and then we get hopped in, and, you know, one gift turns into, like, actual responses, and then I'm hooked. Um, but, um, yeah, I, so when you're saying it's it's causing stress, is it because of the – is it causing stress on – unnecessary pressure to make it a great event like it's going to be a great event you have countries from around the world coming to um, the best city in the world to play the best game in the world regardless of where it is it can be played in central freaking park it'd be amazing it's not gonna lose its allure like just I, i think that it's just it's causing too much of a distraction like the same thing like all the all the long threads and everything else it's played here and oh it's yeah it's still it's hulu theater but like it's Madison square garden like radiohead was just there last last month like it's still awesome it's a part of the garden the garden has lots of gyms in it it's huge (laughs) like it's penn station so but it is it is awesome to say like yeah i'll be playing at msg it's great but i don't know i guess i'd rather be in australia gotcha yeah, I, I think I, I think I get what you're saying. It's, it's already a grand it's enough event. Not that, necessarily about where it's played, and I think that a lot of onus is being put on that. Like, who who cares? Right. The the court's the same, wherever you are. I can see where they're coming from. Like, it's on a grand scale. It's awesome, and I think that, um, you know, we could have we could have played the whole weekend at Basketball City. I'm not in charge of those decisions. At the end of the day, the fact we're playing at MSG on Saturday, awesome. My best friend, my wife, my kids will be there to watch me play in Madison Square Garden. That's pretty freaking awesome. I'm just saying I think that shooting for the moon may have caused a little distraction on the whole thing. Gotcha. Um, so let's go back to – it's two days. Um, so, Team US, you guys are going to have, like, almost no time to get in sync. And I think – was that what you said earlier about how it's the first day is going to be tough? Because you're going to learn yeah. as you play. I mean, we also have we have a tough group. I mean, England reigning champs. They're they're the best team. They're the team I want to beat, um, only because they're the best. Love those guys. They're hilarious. They're awesome. I'm excited to see them. But I hope I hope we beat them. Um, Australia. They were really really strong two years ago. Canada is 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 coming up as a new team, but they're pretty good. We did a um, like a friendly, if you will, last month, and uh, that was fun. It was good. Um, so it's going to be tough. It's just going to be tough. It's a, it's a long day. And then uh, when it's over, we wake up and we go to MSG a few hours later. So we don't have much time to get in sync. But, we, you know, we're talking right now when, uh, you know, through Facebook and email. Um, we're trying to get a, a gauge of who we are and what our strengths and weaknesses are and who can play what role. 
Um, I'm happy that we have some returning players who actually were a part of it last year. We have some new guys who are super excited. And uh, I think they're a little naive to the style, but I think they'll adjust pretty quickly. And like I said earlier, I think that our team this year is uh, a lot better than the team we, we had two years ago and a lot more prepared. For sure. Um, do you want to talk about who's on the team? Sure. I, uh, um, don't have from the here? I don't have the roster on me. So I said I don't have the roster on me. So if you kind of just want to break down just like quick who's yeah. who and from where. Yeah, I think uh, I can do kind of like regions. Uh, from upstate New York, we have myself, uh, Pat Cushing, and Brett Granfers, uh, all from New York Empire. Uh, from New York City, we have uh, Lou Valles, who plays with GOAT. Uh, they guy. came up a couple months ago um, and scrimmaged us both in cloth and rubber. That was fun. Um, he, he's good, too. He's, he's been playing a lot with cloth. Uh, he's a good catcher and a good middle player. Um, we also have Alfred Kwan, who is formerly from the city, now moved to uh, the bustling city of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, I've heard from him. I've heard of him during the uh, the recaps. I, I know he is. Yeah, I think, uh, I think he's Arkham, and then uh, Josh Ty as well. And uh, I think Josh, he I think he impressed me most. I went to the tryout in Maryland, and uh, he, he he throws his ball really well. He's got this like weird like, sidearm look thing, and yeah. uh, I'm excited. I'm excited uh, to play with him. If he can um, spin, if he can throw the 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 foam ball, the foam ah, if he can, I can't. I'm all tongue-tied. It's cloth, Steve. It's cloth. Exactly. See, I subconsciously don't want to say it. If you can, if you can throw please, the cloth ball, <laughs> if you can throw the cloth ball, the way I've seen him throw a rubber ball, uh, he's going to be an asset. Like that sidearm throw is wicked. Was, he he was kept catching me off guard. Like I was laughing, I was giggling because I was like so excited he was getting me out. Like this thing is <laughs> awesome. But uh, and then we move over a little bit. Our coach is AJ Fox, who's uh, who's played for a while, and he was there with us in England. Um, he's from St. Louis. Brett Badke from Maryland. Um, and we, I keep moving to the left. They have Alan Thomas. I'm excited. He's actually uh, uh, was nominated as co-captain with me. Um, I've, I've never heard of that guy. You know, me either. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I see his name a bunch, and uh, you know, we've been talking a bunch now that we're, we're captains. But um, I'm excited to see what he has and bring to the table. Uh, Michael... K O I V Quav 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 I think Quave. yeah Quav I think he played with Beaver Damnation a bit. Uh, who else from out there? Brandon Cook coming back. The Hulk. It's exciting. Yeah, I know those Oregon guys. Quav uh, he's been with Oregon for quite a while. I think he was on Salvation, and then I don't know if he ever played on Damnation. Oh okay. I'm sure he'll tell oh. you, but um, those teams just kind of blend together. Yeah, he's on Rainbows now. And he's also the West Region Last Man Standing champ. So he'll be going against uh, Glenn and uh, Elijah Hashimoto. And, oh shoot, maybe it's Mike. I always, like, these two brothers, I'm always confusing. So I'm just going to back out. He's, gonna, he's going up against the best for, uh, for showdowns. So, I'm and uh, to see how he depths one guy I really, I really don't even know um, Suchik from out there, Kyle Suchik. Kyle Suchik. I think he's only been playing a few years, um, but yeah, I like, I, like I said, I don't know who the selection committee is. I don't want their job, uh, but I think they selected a pretty solid squad. There's some players on the mixed team too that I kind of wish were on our team. 
but I know that we want to represent in all three division, men's, women's, and mixed. Um, so I think we have three solid squads. I think the women's team is a lot stronger than last year, and they're coming back with some good leadership and some good players. So like I said, I, we're hoping for a good showing in all three divisions. Who, who do we have on women's team? Uh, Michelle Radley. Um, we have Susan Lee, who actually came to the New York tryout. She flew from San Francisco. Wow. To do that. Uh, Shelly's looking for a little domination. Kate uh, Bergsgard, Bergsgard from Seattle. Uh-huh. Darcy, who, who's like just a beast. Jenny Hodge is on the team. I don't I don't know if she's healthy or not. I heard she hurt her ankle. But just a just a solid squad of players. Like girls that wanna play, women that wanna play. Kim Wilk. Wilkie, I'm not sure how you say that. I think it's um, Wilkie. Wilkie. Okay. Uh Mackenzie Riley, she actually started with us on Empire and uh she moved to she was in Minnesota for school and she was in Boston. I think she plays for Anarchy. Uh she's she's really solid. Samantha Girardi, um, just just players. Like it's, it's it's really good to have some some hometown names and uh, some players that represent us on, in all three divisions. Awesome. And again, it's it's cloth all across the board. Cloth. It's five balls. Nothing changes. It's all the same. It's all the same. Crazy. Yeah. So. Is it, it might be a dumb question, but will this be streamed in any way? Like, can we watch on Facebook? Oh, or? I'm sure it'll be. I haven't gotten a schedule as far as that, but like in England, it was great. The announcers were awesome. They're hilarious. There was two courts. Uh, both courts were streamed. Uh, only court one had uh, commentators, live commentators. So I'm not sure if it's going to be the same way. I'm not. I'm not sure if they're going to have commentators for both courts or all courts or whatever. But I'm sure there will be something all other cup games were streamed live so awesome and i'm i'm assuming we'll see that through like wda's page or through usa dodgeball or us dodgeball or how would we see that i'm sure all the above i'm sure i'll share the hell out of it that'll also help i'm sure (laughs) very cool um i think I think that's answered most of my questions, at least the preliminary ones, preliminary ones. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, like I'm, I'm excited to talk about the recap and uh, kind of what I see in New York, kind of behind the scenes and kind of the whole process from two years ago to after the second World Cup in a few weeks or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, do they know where the location is going to be next year or next? next no, year? they announce it at the, the banquet slash gala after everything on Saturday night. Like I said, uh, in England, everybody was all dressed up and uh, you know, a couple drinks and some good food and everybody hanging out after the tournament. And they announced that it was between Australia, Austria, and New York. And everybody's on a dance floor shouting New York. And I'm sitting here like covering my mouth going, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Not New York, please. <laughs> Not New York. But uh, everyone went nuts for New York. So I don't, I don't know if Australia and Austria are still in the running for, uh, for two years from now. Uh, we'll see. Gotcha. Yeah, there was a, a question that Orlando Hoikachia, I, I, we don't know how to pronounce his last name, but we call him Hooch. Uh, he's, he's here in Phoenix. And he, his question was, is any plan for changing the location of the tournament so countries don't always have to travel to the U.S.? And I think that was just an example of how, um, without putting anybody down, like how ignorant we are to it. Like, but I don't know, it was over two years. For some reason, I just mixed up last year in 2016. And so the fact that it's revolving countries, um, 
I mean, we should answer his question. And I'd be curious to see uh, where it ends up um, for 20, what's math, 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, I wish, you know, I love that it's in New York and my family can come and uh, be a part of it with me. But at the same time, it'd be a lot easier if I was just on a plane and just flew somewhere and just played dodgeball. Yeah, I I don't want to go back into it too much, but I can definitely feel and understand the, the, the added pressure of it being in, in at home and, you know, dang, it would have been really cool to go to Australia and, and just not to worry about um, everything. But, I mean, you got two years from now. You never know. Um, still going to avoid the last hurrah idea. So, again, just keep hacking away. Um, I did want to ask, and I think we kind of covered this, though, but just to make sure, um, Alan had asked, um, how has working with the WDA been? Are there any other organizations behind the DW or DWC and uh, who runs the WDA and what other major events go on each year under their banner? So DWC uh, World Dodgeball Championship, is that what that is? Uh, yeah, Dodgeball World Cup. Dodgeball World, so yeah, DWC. Okay, Dodgeball World Cup. On, dude, math, math, and English now. Come on, hey, come damn. on. Falling apart. <laughs> long day, long day. Um, yeah, any other organization behind it? I don't think so, but they're affiliated with the IOC and the other, um, a lot of other world game things to get noticed for Olympics. Yeah, like I kind of like, like they're affiliated with um, anti-doping agencies. Like they're just doing the steps necessary to be noticed by the people who can get us into the Olympics. Man, doping and dodgeball. I wonder if that's even a thing. If it is, and you can look it up in the next week, you let me know, please. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just like wonder because I mean, like I'll, I, I take pre-workout when I play. That's that's not doping, but. Well, it depends on what your pre-workout is, Steve. Yeah, I just, it might. I'm just gonna re withdraw that comment. But yeah, <laughs> like that, you just. I, I guess that speaks to the level of professionalism. Like it's it's factoring yeah, like in. Else. And it's just they they really are, you know, just taking care of everything now and setting things up how they should be. Every like the pool play draw was filmed with elementary kids running up and picking a dodgeball, and the number under the dodgeball was affiliated with a team in a pool, and that's how the, the pools were picked. Like it's just. Oh, wow. Super, and I respect it, and that's what it has to be. It can't be, you know, just a bunch of guys hanging out in a warehouse saying, "Yeah, let's have England play Malaysia because that game was awesome." And then England, <laughs> you know, like whatever. <laughs> it was cool, it. even though like there's there's been some. So, the, the black eye, this whole thing is the Madison Square Garden thing. Like even though that is kind of been a mix up, like they, they're handling it, and it's I'm sure they did everything they could to figure it out. I, I, I've heard that they had a huge sponsor that just dropped out at the last second. And I'm sure that Madison Square Garden is not cheap. Um, but they handle everything with professionalism for the sport and for the players. Uh, the tournaments that they have, other than World Cup, is they hold uh, continent cups. They have six continents involved in this World Cup. So they have the Africa Cup, the Asia Cup, like all these things, the, the European Championships. Like their hand is in all that stuff. Like I said, they're they're a huge umbrella of all this. Like U.S. dodgeball is nothing; they're just a small uh, answering emails from WDA saying, "Do this, do that, be there, be here." Okay, and that's it. So, yeah, they do things throughout the two years in between to make the World Cup the best that it could be. Awesome. Well, very cool, man. Well, I'm I'm excited. Um... I, again, just when we last spoke back in November, I was like, oh man, that's so far from now. I've got plenty of time to like 
research and ask questions. And next thing you know, it's like, oh crap, that's next week. I've got drill that weekend, so we have to record now. Um, I definitely appreciate you hopping on last minute and being willing, as 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 always, man, to talk to Oswald with me. I've taken you up on that offer twice now, so I appreciate it. Anytime, you know that. And uh, if anybody has any questions about WDA or Team US, like just hit me up on on Facebook or email or give me a call, stop over. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> always happy to talk to Oswald. Always happy to answer questions and uh, maybe even clear up some confusion. For sure. And, you know, on that note, man, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about the recap. So I'm not going to say, like, try to remember what happened. I'm just going to wish you best of luck, represent U.S., kick some ass. And, uh, you know what? You know I will the best I can. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to talk to you again. Cool, man. All right, dude. Well, have a, I guess, well, yeah, we'll send it there and we'll, to be continued. But um, have, a, have a good rest of your night and we'll, we'll talk to you soon, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Steve. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Take care, man. Bye. So that was a, a, a quick uh, pre-cap of the World Dodgeball Association Dodgeball World Championship that will be taking place uh, this weekend. And I definitely wish uh, Team USA, uh, the men's mixed and women's teams respectively, the, the best of luck and hope that they represent us well. Uh, just really just dominate. Just, just please just destroy everybody. America. Um, Rob, thank you so much for hopping on and um, you know doing so last minute, but also being willing to help shed more light uh, to this event and some of the background behind it with me. It was pretty cool to be able to um, touch base again after you know my second episode with you on, where we barely discussed this, barely barely touched the subject a little bit, but then here we are actually one weekend um, in advance from this actually happening. So it's great to to be able to catch up with you and. I'm really looking forward to seeing what I can of the uh, stream games uh, that weekend. Um, I also look forward to recapping the event with you and some of the other members of Team USA as well. So um, again, just best of luck to you and just do well. For everyone else, as mentioned um, in the thread, we'll be discussing the difference between the uh, WDBA and the WDA in a later episode. And if you could tell, there were some issues that we kind of danced around because we didn't really want to make that the focus of this particular episode. This is all about this coming weekend and just making sure that uh, we're aware of what's going on and we have a better idea of, of what's taking place and the who's who and the what's what. Um, however, if you have any questions on that episode, uh, please feel free to post them or forward them to me in any which way you see fit. And we'll be happy to discuss them uh, as a whole in a separate episode again. Until then, everyone, have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll catch you next time. I'm watching a kid die on the slip and slide. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, rest in peace. Oh, oh man. I've been there. Oh, ooh. Yep, he's done. <laughs> God, we're afraid it's slip and slides the devil. Oh, there's two minutes of this. Oh man, I'm sign me up. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm recording. Uh oh.